The longer I wore it, the more it grew on me. She had such pretty skin. Film Fear, October 26, 2013, at the Keanu Recital Theater. Come celebrate Halloween as we have costume contests, locally made horror shorts, as well as From Dust Till Dawn on the big screen. For details, visit ymmpodcast.com. See our previews, youtube.com slash ymmpodcast. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. gentlemen welcome to the ymm podcast i'm todsky flying solo here at dining room table studios in our post postcoital election bliss because uh, last night was our election night here in fort mac and all over the province all the municipal governments all over the province there yesterday um but before we get into the episode i want to cover off uh what we got coming up because uh, there is some really cool stuff that we got coming up this week uh here in uh, wood buffalo and fort mac this Thursday night, uh, October 24th, uh, we got another workshop for the Fort McMurray Filmmakers Association. Uh, Ash Cake, the lovely Ash Cake, is going to be displaying her special effects makeup skills and giving some tutorials uh, free of charge uh, at the uh, Bob Lamb building. It's going to be room 241, starts at 8 o'clock. Um, free to attend, like I said, so she's going to give some special effect, uh, effects makeup uh, tutorials. Uh, it's going to show you some trips, tricks and tips, uh, basically what we used in, uh, used in some of our films. And uh, just in time for Halloween, so it'll be, everyone will have a chance to use it for upcoming this weekend. So 8 o'clock, Thursday night, October 24th. Uh, definitely come check it out. Uh, we've got the tutorial that Ash is going to be presenting, and then we're going to go into uh, some uh, filmmakers' discussion, see what projects are happening, what people got going on in the region, and see if uh, any, anyone's got any challenges that they need help with and see if we can get some projects moving forward. So that's Thursday. Let's move to Saturday. Film Fear. October 26th, starts at 8 o'clock at the Keanu Recital Theater. This is our big Halloween event, and we got such a good show planned for you guys that it, it's it's going to be creepy, it's going to be funny, and it's just going to be absolutely a, a great time. So come on out uh, this Saturday, October 26th, 8 p.m. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Uh, you can grab them at ymmpodcast.com, uh, 13 bucks to secure your seat. Or if you want to buy them at the door, they're 8 bucks at the door with a food bank donation. 
So a little bit different from previous years, but uh, we got some uh, stuff that uh, it, it, we got some stuff that we got planned, and it's going to be incredible. From Dust Till Dawn is the main feature. We can see it all on the big, the classic horror film on the big screen. We got some wicked, wicked independent shorts from the region to show you guys. Cover is one that we've been talking about as a group that we filmed a couple months ago. It's done and it's incredible. Oh, can't wait to show you guys. We need to cook. From the Boost AC, uh, featuring some uh, incredible people from the community. This one's a wicked one. I can't wait to show you guys. Uh, Kelton Savannah, which is dad, uh, is up there. Uh, that's going to be shown. And we got another one called Love Story. Uh, <laughs> these are so awesome. We can't wait to show you guys. All from local filmmakers. Uh, Bloody Cuts is going to be back. We got the costume contest. Oh, we got booze. We got some big announcements. Arkham Rising celebrating its one year. We've got some special stuff with that. Uh, Maybe I revealed a bit too much there, but definitely, definitely special stuff with that. And uh, we got a really big announcement that's going to affect the entire YMM FMA as well. So definitely come on out. Film Fear, October 26th, uh, this Saturday, 8 p.m. Come on out, grab your tickets now to secure your seat, or just come on out uh, at 8 p.m. and just bring a food bank donation uh, as well as 8 bucks to get in. And um, one last thing, if you head to ymmpodcast.com right now, uh, and you're going to hear more about it uh, also on our Twitter feeds twitter.com slash ymmpodcast or facebook.com slash ymmpodcast you are going to see uh, us promoting a bit of an idea a project that we're involved in called Nerdvana uh, basically a good friend of ours Mike Fro, uh, is wants to bring a, a full-fledged comic book store an actual comic book store, toy collectibles, uh, games, cosplay wants to bring a geek store we call it uh, to Fort McMurray so we're trying to give them a hand uh, to get some market research uh, uh, done. So there's a survey up. Uh, head over to ymmpodcast.com. You'll see it on the main page there. If not, just click on the blogs tab. You'll see it, Nerdvana, a Fort McMurray comic experience. Um, definitely fill out the click the link, fill out the very quick survey. Uh, we need the market research to push the idea forward. And uh, sure, if we get Mike gets the data he needs, we might be able to have a, a comic book store, full-fledged comic book store, right here in Wood Buffalo. Uh, with a comic book store, who knows? We could be getting our own Comic-Con in the near future as well. All stuff that we got kind of mapped out and uh, planned and uh, we need your guys' help. So fill out that form. Chance to win a $50 uh, gift certificate to Landmark Cinemas as well. So uh, definitely check it out. Uh, YMMPodcast.com. Uh, scroll down, you'll see it, Nerdvana. Uh, or, just like I said, click on the Blogs tab on the website, and it's there. Fill out the survey. Fo- uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook. You'll see us post the links there as well. Uh, and also, we can't forget our YouTube page, youtube.com slash YMMPodcast. There's some really creepy uh, Reddit short story uh, uh, films, microfilms that we've been doing uh, to, to help promote film fear. Uh, these things are incredible. Uh, we love doing them, and uh, they just look so awesome on the small screen, and we're going to check them out on the big screen at Film Fear as well. So subscribe, youtube.com slash Podcast. Check out the short, the Reddit uh, micro shorts there. Uh, we got Gamer Guy versus Gamer Girl. We got some other uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. Lots of stuff happening. Let's get into this week's podcast. Right now, you're going to hear me on Shaw TV uh, doing some live uh, political commentary uh, for the election results. That runs for about 45 minutes. You're going to hear that. Uh, and then uh, we're going to come back. Uh, and I got some people that recorded some election thoughts last night uh, that did some call-ins. So we'll hear those as well. Let's get really political. And before you hear me start talking about it, let's just get into me on Shaw TV last night here on the Wyman Podcast.
This is Decision 2013. I'm Doug Roxburgh for Go With Buffalo. Joined with me is the Jordan lovely Herter. Jordan Herner. Jordan, are you excited? This is months of planning, and it's all come down to tonight. Yeah, I am. I'm nervous and excited for all the candidates because, you know, we have had the best job we've got to interview them all, so we know them personally. And so for something as big as this, I'm nervous and excited for all of them, and good luck to everybody. Exactly. Very good luck to everyone involved in the 2013 elections for Wood Buffalo. We just want to mention we are live for the next hour and we will be broadcasting the results live here at the Jubilee Plaza. One thing we have to keep in mind though is that these results are unofficial. They're unofficial until Friday. Friday is when the official results are going to come through but we'll keep you updated and by the end of tonight we'll have a pretty good idea as to who's going to win and who's not. There you go. The polls did just close so uh, we will be showing you updates and they will be updating every 10 seconds which is very exciting. Uh, We will be, we just want to say we will be focusing on Ward 1 and uh, the mayor candidates. We will be at the end letting everyone know in Ward 1, 2, 3, 4 everything who uh, won but we will actually just be focusing on the Ward 1 candidates and the mayoral candidates exactly. as of right now. Exactly. And we've profiled everyone in Ward 1. We've we profiled did. all three mayor candidates yes. including Jim Rogers, Gene Willett, and the incumbent in Melissa Blake. So it'll be interesting to see who takes it home tonight. Yeah, I mean, there's been so much work put into it and, you know, everybody has such different platforms. It's, it's very exciting to see what it's going to boil down to that's for sure. Yeah, and there's been a lot of issues on the burner. I mean, oh. one one thing we can talk about is the downtown arena. That has the been arena. a core issue. It's a hot topic. There's so many hot topics. So here, you know, roads, there's everything. But one big one would be the arena. Yeah, and oh, another word that we've heard lots from <sighs> this, this whole campaign, every single candidate has said it. Transparency is the biggest word of this election. Transparency. I, I've heard it more than I probably should have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, but you know what? It's true. Everybody who's voting wants to know exactly what's going on within the council chambers. And I mean, it's their right to know. So it's good. We're voting and uh, hopefully we'll see what comes in the next few years. But um, the thing with the arena and stuff like that, it's everything is so, you know, there's so many people on every end, you know, gung-ho, not so gung-ho, maybe move it. You know, we like the idea, just not the location. You're, you're exactly right. And, and that's where democracy comes into effect because everyone does have all these different ideas on what should be done, how we should do it, where it should go and everything of that nature. So it's a matter of kind of putting a plan together and, and getting the right plan for this region. And, yeah. and for the next four years, I mean, that's what's going to happen. And you know what? To, to follow in someone's footsteps like Toronto, they did the arena, you know, and they built their downtown around it. And it worked out, you know, it's just getting it there. You know, it takes a long time to get the arena started, get everything built around it. So it's a good idea in hindsight. Yeah, you know? right. And, and time it takes. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is not going to be a one-year wonder. I mean, it's going to develop over time. It yeah. could take five years. It could take ten years. Yeah. This is not going to be something that, you know, just happens right away. It's just like the roads, though, you know. <laughs> I haven't been here long, but, you know, I've learned my lesson. I was told, you know what, Jordan, don't move to Timberley Thickwood area. I saw it. I had to move there. And, you know, now I'm dealing with the roads. I just turned my music up for those two hours, though. And, you know, I know in a while we'll be able to get somewhere without having any of, you know, those delays. But, like, that happens. You know, it takes time. And I've only been here three months. So I understand <laughs> the congestion that goes on in these roads. And, and traffic has been an issue. But hopefully that will be sorted out. I mean, Highway 63, that's a provincial legislative 
coordinated uh, work that's been going yes. on, and that's going to continue to go on with the twinning. And then we have to work on the municipal roads that connect to Highway 63. So uh, that's something that this upcoming government will have to look at. Yep, lots of issues, and we're going to have it all here tonight. But I think we're going to go to a break, and we'll have a guest coming up with us after that. Yeah, we have a very special guest coming on. I think his name is Marshall Madness from 911 Chaos Radio. So he'll be joining us and talking about the elections uh, that Advanced are happening polling. this year. Advanced polling yep. and uh, previous elections, because he's been here for a previous election, and unfortunately we haven't been. We have not. We do know everyone, though, going into it. So that makes it so much more exciting, uh, personally, for me. Uh, I have to ask you, though, Doug, have you voted? See, I, we no, got to let everybody oh, know. Yes. I did vote. I did vote a couple weeks ago. You but, did. you know, unfortunately, Doug, tell your story. You took advantage of the advanced polling. Unfortunately, I am too new to the region. I've only been here uh, about four or five months now. And yeah. according to legal rules, I have to be an Alberta citizen for six months. And because I come from the great province of Ontario, I'm still too new to Alberta, even though I've been trying my best to assimilate to the region. There you go. But you lucked out and you're here with us tonight and we are announcing live on Shaw. So that's very exciting. That's right. So let's head to a break. Yes. And when we come back, Marshall Madness will join us right here from the Jubilee Plaza. All right. And we're back. We're joined with Marshall almost. He is uh, joining us. There he is. So as we can see, the polls, you know, they're still closing. Everything has not been updated yet. We should start seeing some numbers around 8.15. All righty. So, Marshall, how are you doing tonight? Fantastic. How are you guys doing? Good, good. I'm very much looking forward to this election. It's my first time that I've been to an election where all the candidates have been uh, vying for their seats. And it's I'm pretty excited. We've seen a lot of different types of people in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, people that have you know, been here previously, a lot of new people coming forward. So I'm excited. I mean, we're a few minutes in now. We'll start seeing results shortly. And it's crazy. There's 15 great candidates and six seats. So, I mean, you know, that's got to dwindle down there. But it's, yeah, it's pretty intense. Anyways, tell us. So you have seen another election. Is that correct? That's that's right. Only uh, there were two seats, I believe, that were up for grabs uh, a year or so ago, just after I moved to town. So I kind of already seen kind of how it works, but just just briefly. Uh Okay, and so Craig and I were lucky enough to uh, vote in the advanced polling. We made sure we were on that. Doug couldn't vote, so unfortunately we just talked about that. Doug did not vote, but uh, he wanted to if he could have. So we voted in the advanced polling. You were saying that years before, years prior, it was only a few days, correct? Yeah, I was talking to a couple of staffers down at uh, Father Turquot School earlier, who's one of the polling stations for okay. downtown here. And uh, what they were saying was in previous years, it's been four or five days of advanced polling. Uh, this year, they've lengthened it out to 10 days. They've also added uh, site as well, so people could vote, vote today smart, at yeah. site, which I think is a great idea. It's it's made it so much easier for people to access those polls. Um, and what I've heard from initial indications, just from talking to a few staffers, is that effectively it seems that the advanced polls are up because we've had that date, those that time extended. That, yep. Um, but from what I'm hearing is that it's down a little bit on the day. But again, we've got to take in those advanced polls into account. But I'm hearing different things now. You know, I'm looking at social yeah, what media. has the foot traffic been? Have you heard too much? I know we haven't heard too much. You know, Twitter is blowing up, but other than that, that's... Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, the people I was talking to, Father Turco, they were saying over previous years when they've had the elections there, uh, or polls there, I should say, they're saying it's down slightly. Foot, foot traffic has been consistent throughout the day, but it's down slightly. Um, but now if you look at Twitter, I've seen people saying that they were talking to staffers at their poll stations and it was up exponentially. So I think it's going to be a very, very hard to call in terms of how many people have been out. Very true. Did you take advantage of the 
advanced polls, or did you wait? I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to, unfortunately. Oh, that's right, Marshall. Yes, not that is unfortunate. But so, looking, I guess, back then, was this the first year that they brought in um, polls to work sites, job sites, everything like that? Have they not done that? I mean, there's roughly what forty five thousand workers. So I mean, it's a great idea. I, I can't comment officially on that. Okay. I, I seem to remember something, I remember hearing about it briefly previously, um, but this may be the first year where it's worked effectively. Uh, let's, okay. let's call that, because I know I definitely saw a lot of people on Twitter this morning uh, from when I started my show 6am, Twitter was blowing up. Uh, lots of people out there. Oh, yeah. Lots of people saying they were at work, they dropped by, taking five minutes to vote. You know, if you're going to vote, Five minutes is a walk in the park, right? That's how you want to do it. Very true, yeah. So I just want uh, to make a note right now that we have some stats coming in. So actually, we'll just show you that right now. Um, and uh, so, Blake, I can't really see on my computer what that number is. So we're going to have to uh, see if we can get a clear vision of that. But it looks like on these polls, Blake has around 500 votes so far. Anyways, I think we're going to grab another break. We will show you the polls as they're coming in. And uh, thanks for joining us, Marshall. No worries. Have a good night. Enjoy. All right. So it looks like we are back here for Decision 2013. I'm back on the panel with Craig Mommy. back with me. <laughs> now we're joined by uh, Ashley Toski from the YMM Podcast. How's, how's it going, Todd? Hey, not too bad, guys. Thanks for uh, inviting me down. This is, this is great. No problem. The reason we brought you on, Todski, was because you have been a huge proponent of all the political happenings going on through social media. Every time I log on to Facebook, every time I log on to Twitter, <laughs> Toddski is there. And as we look at the results right now, Melissa Blake is ahead of Gene Willette by about 300 votes. Jim Rogers sitting in third for the mayoral race. But looking at the councillors, this the, is the interesting one right the here. Boot of the air is uh, he's number one right now. As of the preliminary polls that are coming in, he is number one. What do you, what's your take on that? It's, it's a very interesting one. Uh, when when Guy announced that he was running for council, I think a lot of people. Were, were, were shocked. Uh, he's been kind of absent from the community for a little while as far as like events and stuff goes and uh, when we started hearing his name uh, pop up on social media and you can always rely on social media, it's very reliable, uh, everyone thought okay, well he's going to throw his name into the mayoral race uh, mayoral race, and then all of a sudden he was saying he was going for a city council and I think that kind of took everyone by surprise so it, it's interesting to see how he's got an early lead here when the uh, polls started reporting in numbers. Is it shocking that uh, Jermaine's right behind him on his heels? Uh, Jermaine's right Behind him, that Jermaine's been a staple in the community for a long time. I see Phil Marr is right, I think it's neck and neck with Sheldon Jermaine right now too. These are all names that the community knows. And like, I remember uh, Sheldon's first election; he actually knocked on my door when I lived with my parents, very young. I remember, and uh, it was good to see him talking with the community. So I, I've known him for a while. Yeah, and one thing about Sheldon, uh, we bring up his name is because Mr. Jermaine has been the leading vote getter for the past uh, three elections. Oh, uh, for, for city council. Oh, so, interesting. So that's one thing to keep in mind: the fact that Guy's actually a Ahead of him for this particular election, maybe a little surprising. Maybe he's faltering a little. Uh, for Guy to come back into the municipal side of things, it's it's, it's always going to throw a wrench in, right? So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a big night. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm shaking. So obviously, we know there's 15 candidates, and there's only six spots. Is That's there right. some kind of a wild card? Do you think was going to sneak in there? Uh, there's. 
where it's uh, it's funny because actually we had the by-election last year and there was still 15, I think there was 14 or 15 candidates for two spots. That's right, and Colleen Tatum and Christine Burton took the by-election. Absolutely, and, which was uh, an exciting one. just in behind them was Keith McGrath yeah. and uh, Tyrone Hall. Yeah, and that was, and all of them are back for this uh, for this go-around. Uh, but Veronica Dolman was one wild card. I think that really impressed me with her campaign. It was very interactive. Uh, she had some great YouTube videos that uh, she did a lot of information for. Uh, her whole Beatle uh, 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 gimmick for her campaign was just excellent too, right? And that's, and that gets your name out there. It gets people kind of going for you. It gets people interactive. And like I said, I can't say enough about her YouTube campaign. It showed her a lot of her stances and a really good information on her as a candidate. Now, some of the issues, uh, we, we've talked about some of the issues that have affected this area. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them from the Conklin Recreation Center to the Save the Sny to the Downtown Arena. I mean, just as a, as a voter, what are you really most concerned with? And, and uh, don't get me wrong, your opinion is going to be different than, say, someone else that we bring in, too, right? <laughs> that's I mean, right. And that's just the way democracy works. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been dedicated to this region, and I want to see it move forward. And I've been totally into the whole downtown redevelopment. I think it's it's we need to start acting like a, a, a bigger city with a population size. We need to start catching up to our, our population. And I am totally on board with the whole city center, McMurray. And I just I couldn't wait to see that start moving forward. When I started seeing the plans, when I started seeing the the talks go through, so I've been really looking forward to uh, to hearing more about it, seeing seeing progress. We we we, we, see, we, see, we talked about it a lot. We we've heard all the plans. We want to see it now, right? We want to see it start happening. So, right, and we just we're getting more votes in, and Melissa Blake is uh, starting to pile up the votes here in the mayoral race. Jean Willett still sitting in a good second, and then Jermaine Boudier and Phil Mar are all the top three council candidates. So it'll be interesting who takes those final three, and it, it looks like changes possibly on the way here in Wood Buffalo, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Change is always a good thing. It's just how much change do you want, right? Uh, the whole catchphrase of this election that I kept hearing, time for a change. We've been in change for the last four years. Fort McMurray is experiencing, our entire Wood Buffalo is experiencing change right now. Uh, we need leadership to move forward. Is now the right time to change the guard? Well, I guess we're going to find out in a couple in a couple minutes, right? Exactly. Uh, excellent. So, Tatsuki, don't go anywhere. We want to keep you here for another segment. Oh, really? um, we're just going to go to a break. We're going to have more results, and they're going to continue to pile in as the polls come in. So it would be nice to have you here to, um, to go with us and go through this with us. I can't wait to see these numbers. I'm glued <laughs> to the monitor behind you. I can't wait. <laughs> so we'll go to a break right now, and when we come back, Jordan Herner will join us right here for Decision 2013. and we're back. <laughs> All right, so we're trying to find these numbers here. They're kind of blurry, but uh, I'm back, Jordan Hertner, and uh, we lost Craig, but uh, he'll be back later in the show. How are you doing, Tosky? I'm doing good. Uh, this is, like I said, this is an exciting night. I, can't, I know. I can't wait to find out how this is all going to play out. This is really interesting. You know what? Insane. We've been talking about it. Obviously, it's, you know, when you're in media, that is the talk of the town right now, and it is very exciting, and I've been waiting for these polls to start coming in. Right, here we go. Honestly, yeah. there we go. We got some numbers. Yeah. Like with 20, it looks like 29.52, Olette with 13. 1963 and then Jim Rogers with 
126 votes. Yeah, so the 13 of 33 polls have come in so far. Okay. Okay. So we're still waiting on 20 more polls to come in uh, for this particular election. Right now, Boudier, yes, you're right, is in the lead, yes. followed by Jermaine and Mar for council. So how many elections is this for you personally? Um, this is going to be my third that I've actually been actively involved in like okay. the political uh, political scene. I guess actively involved, focused on it, yep. paying attention more than just like a, a kid not really caring yeah, about what happens in the community. Yeah. So, yeah, I've actually been focused on it. So it's been uh, it's been fairly interesting to see the change that's been going on. So has it always been um, this way? Because I know when I voted in Ontario, they didn't have a computer that you'd instantly input your votes into. So that was something new for me. Has it been this way? You know? Yeah, as far as years? I've been voting, yeah, it's, okay. it's usually the results come in pretty quick. We're able to get a grasp on uh, exactly how. How our new council is going to be shaped up before everyone gets a little too uh, deep into the night. Yeah, there you go. So, um, what were you guys talking about before we had to leave? Well, we were just talking about the different issues that were that were going on within the downtown, Lots. seeing seeing how it affected Todd's. He just as a resident of the area because Todd's. He's been here longer than the most people, and, <laughs> and <laughs> which is saying I'm old. Doug. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to covered them up. Okay, so I, I comb mine over. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's been interesting to see the changes. Uh, this is a, definitely a very important uh, election because the fact of what uh, our region is going through, yeah. how we're going to progress within the next four years. So this is gonna this is gonna solidify exactly how we're going to move forward, and it's it's very important that uh, I'm glad to see the numbers are coming in. Uh, hopefully, we get a good voter turnout. And that's one big one I want to look at too is to see exactly how many people actually. I care about the community yeah, by voting, right? Yeah, it's true, yeah. And you know what's crazy, you know, coming here, and I've only been here for about a year now. Actually, it is a year, starting November 1st, which is very exciting hey. for me, and I love it here. I love it. But, um, you know, knowing all these people, you know, on a first-name basis and knowing them quite well, mm. it's, you know, tough to see that there's only six spots for 15 of yeah. them. Yeah, no. Which, you know, I never thought it would be that difficult. And so I'm nervous, and I'm feeling <laughs> their anxiousness as much as I'm oh, them watching. It's one thing to see the numbers, but imagine what a candidate is <laughs> going through tonight, right? Yeah. It's 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 an intense moment. The next hour yeah. is going to shape some people's lives, right? So it's it's good. It's very exciting. Now, Totsky, one thing is is we don't do live shows very often here on Shaw no, TV. This is, I know, and thank you for risking it, bringing me on. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got a Twitter message from you from Don Booth, and she says, "Love hearing what you have to say," um, and that's courtesy of Twitter oh, and, right on. and your followers from the YMM <laughs> podcast. So right on. So it's good to hear that, right? Absolutely, it's always good to hear that people uh, aren't making fun of. <laughs> now, now, here's the big thing. We were talking about social media before. Huge proponent. You're, you um, are on Twitter and Facebook, and I've actually seen some heated political debates. Yeah, uh, you're with right you on Facebook. You, you are very opinionated, which is great. You yeah. gotta have, you gotta have <laughs> opinions if, if you want progress, right? I mean, that's the big thing. And, and what you're looking at is, is progress. Well, and that's one thing with social media is it, it is you're looking at just someone's opinion. And that was one thing that I've seen a lot with this election is a lot of people were taking one-off Facebook posts as pure fact and 100% pure through, but truth. There's three sides to every story, right? My side, your side, and what actually goes down. Yeah. And it's one thing to hear about something and then getting involved with it and trying to dig the truth and trying to find out what happens or what happened your own self instead of just hearing what your neighbor says or your friend or what their opinion is on the thing. And I found there's a lot of that with going with, uh, on this election was one-off Facebook posts or, or a Twitter message, which is spread rapidly and people were taking that as 100% truth and that's 
social media, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, and and I just want to interrupt just for a split second because we have more polls come in. Right Twenty-one on. of thirty-three have reported Melissa Blake uh, is out in front by. I think she's got over four thousand votes now yeah, compared to Jean Willets, who's just above the three thousand mark. So I don't know if the gap is kind of tightening with the more votes that are coming in. So it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. Eh? Who goes forward? And it's, uh, I just want to give total credit to to uh, Jean Willets, Jim Rogers, and all uh, candidates out there. Uh, you talk about social media, and, and I said a lot of I said a lot of things on my social media. But uh, anyone that actually sticks their head out there and, and goes for a serious campaign and actually tries, they feel something's wrong, so they actually go ahead and, and try to, to change things their way. I give them all the credit in the world, and, and they all ran serious campaigns. It's so. a lot of work. To, oh, absolutely. You know, and putting you almost have to for a little while. You know, take your family and put them on yeah. the back burner, and give everything you have to your campaign. Those talking stick questions like that had to, to that, have took yeah. so much time for everybody. Yeah, and here's the thing. Talking stick was big for the online yeah. world and especially for peep residents to reach out to these candidates. Yeah. Now, I know some candidates were more into it than others. Who did you see that was more interactive with all the residents? Um, the, uh, they were all, like there was a lot of people interactive. Even I got to the point on that talking stick where I'm like, some of these questions are a little bit ridiculous, and so even if I was answering them, like I, I was kind of like, if I was answering this, I wouldn't. So then, of course, I get criticized for not answering it, right? So anyone that has taken the time to answer those talking stick questions, I give them all the credit in the world. And, and there was uh, there was some that was like a page long, right? And uh, all the credit in the world for that. And uh, I think it was my community, my voice. I believe it was the chamber that put on that, okay, yeah. uh, or my community, my voice. Yep. Uh, they did excellent, and they do do that excellent work for the community each election so I would give them a big kudos as well for staying involved and that was a very good online resource for this election I think they had 175 questions so like that just goes to show you people are interested people want to see some want to get some answers. Well so many people want change and if you're not going to be there you know you can't just talk about change you have to be there you have to get out and vote so you have to understand. Yeah there you go you have to know what's going on Um, You're you're exactly right is understanding the issues sorry to interrupt Jordan but uh, that's a big thing we've talked about these issues Issues. We've talked about transparency. We've yes, talked- that's the word of the election. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've talked about the other issues with Save the Sky and, and all the other issues that are going on downtown arena and, and the Penn Horwood projects and, yes. and everything like that. There's I mean, there's a lot of, of issues, yeah. not only with Fort McMurray, but with the outlying regions in Wood Buffalo, too. As Absolutely. Well. The rule. I, I really like to see, or what I hope took a kind of a, a spotlight in this election, was the problems that our rural areas have. And I'm hoping that the uh, candidates and everyone that gets elected here tonight sees what exactly happened, what's going down, and what the people in these rural areas are thinking. Let's read some more numbers here. I was just about to say, uh, Guy is, you know, it looks like he, it, right now, in that 10-second update, was uh, the top top mm. dog right there. Uh, I think we should take a break, and we will actually show you um, we got the, for numbers? Yeah, the so, numbers that are coming up right some now. Some of the numbers, yeah, we can just actually uh, talk about that. Uh, Jermaine Boulay and uh, Phil Marr are the top three for the one. Three. What, what we got the but, the bottom, but the next three uh, is Alt, Bussieras, and Tatum. Right on. Okay. So okay. Uh, they round out the top six right now. And that's Lance, right? Lance. That is yes. Lance Bussieras. Yes. So. Oh, some definitely some changes. So we're, we're, there, seeing, we're seeing some there, changes. There is new change there already with yeah. three new counselors yeah. taking the top six. And that's just so far, that's after 21 of 33 polls. There's still more polls to come in. There sure is. So take a look at this. We'll uh, give you the numbers right now, and we will take another quick break. Alrighty, 
were back. And I like the tweet that we just got in. Is anyone else reminded of Super Smash Brothers with this music? I like that. And we are a little bit. I don't know how that was chosen, but uh, that was the music of the night. So Thank we're going to stick Robert with Murray. it. <laughs> yes, thanks to Robert Murray for that. A little um, shout out to the YMM gamers. I love it. There you go. Uh, and if you're not tweeting, get out and tweet hashtag YMMVotes2013. That is where you'll find everything. Um, so I don't know, you know. So much going on right now. There is. So what, we got we got any numbers? So how are we sitting at the council right now? I know Melissa Blake is ahead of Gene led by a good uh, there I, a by couple three thousand yeah, uh, roughly. And then we got I know council we were sitting at uh, Guy Boudelier. We got Sheldon Germain and Phil Mars the top three. So, uh, followed closely by Alt. It looked like. Um, it's hard to see in the council chambers. Like the, yeah, we got bars. Bar graphs are good, but I didn't they're pass math very fast. good that much. So I was trying to. We will be coming around to it in a second. So. Um. But no, it's been. Look, what are you guys are thinking about the race so far? I'm going to interview you now. This okay, is, no, this is exciting. <laughs> you know what? This is the first place. So this is uh, for me. I've only, like I said, I lived here for a year. I'm loving it beyond you know any words that I could say. Because coming here, I was a little bit nervous. Um, people who've never been here, you know, they have somehow a skewed vision of this place. So I like that. Uh, slowly, um, I can, you know, people like me, and we're bringing in people like Bill Cosby. We're going to change the image of it in no time. There's going to be a tipping point where everyone loves this place. But for me, I'm so excited because like I said I know these people so I just want to you know go celebrate with them after you know <laughs> and that's one thing with election night too like the as soon as the eight o'clock march and say we're getting numbers reported in candidates are going to start seeing how their campaigns went and kudos to everyone that put their name up there okay, here we go here with we some are. more numbers so Abbas Abbas looks like 11 30 there's Tatum McGrath is up there with uh yeah it looks like Alt McGrath and uh Tatum are all are we going to be for the, yeah. for the, the so next the, three for the last uh, three Mar and Jermaine wow it changes definitely there's going to be a shake up on council looks like and yeah. uh, it's going to be very interesting like I said tonight's night for the candidates to get the results in everyone should feel good about the campaigns I thought it was oh, well done throughout the whole uh, very true. the whole run uh, it's night to celebrate I know there's some parties going on all around town uh, and everyone should it was uh, it was a good campaign it's, and it's going to be a good future for, yeah, for with Buffalo for us we did interviews with all of them I'm not sure if you saw them on Shaw TV of course I we, we you guys. Up, yeah there you go there is 15 we unfortunately couldn't get Abbas Abbas because he lost his mother so we just wanted to send our condolences out Absolutely. for that because that's a terrible thing to happen during the elections uh, so we only got to play the 14 but um, there was you know some amazing different visions for this place and you know hopefully we can actually get all those together and you know watch where it goes and that's yeah that's one thing with council too is for every campaign that we see for every candidate it's going to be one person that sits on the council and you are going to be one voice your one vote so it's important that everyone has their platform but it's very important that everyone works together as much as they can as well yeah. we still need to be unit. everyone's still got to be in line to, to guide this city and hopefully guide it in the right way and it's it's going to be changes on the council and it's, it's going to be very interesting uh, I've said that many times then I'm going to say it so much more yeah no that's okay I'm trying to get rid of time for change on the catchphrase so it's going to be a very interesting <laughs> night and that's what we're going to say on that one so we're looking at right now it looks like Blake's up oh she's got stuff. roughly 3,000 gap there yeah between how that? many polls uh, I think we're changed so how many polls have closed we get that number the top but um uh, we're gonna have to check that online. 30, so. Yeah, so we're definitely getting. I know we're getting I winding down to the final. There's 33 are, polls yes. total, so it's we're winding down. So is it looking like the numbers are up from last uh, last election? Uh, on social media, which again is very reliable, but uh, I know uh, <laughs> actually, you know, it's pretty reliable. Yeah, it is. No, I know the municipality <laughs> said uh, I believe the numbers uh, for the advanced polls were up by a good. Like I know we had just shy of I think it was like 20, it's just shy of 3,000 for the advanced oh, polls for this election, good. and I know we were I think it was like 15 or below uh, 1,500 and below. 
slow for the 2010 election. But this time it was open for two weeks as opposed to the five weeks, Which correct? was a great so, idea. I thought yeah. just to have a general come on down and cast your vote. I think there were closed Sundays and the odd Saturday because of Thanksgiving weekend. But that was perfect. Everyone knew come down to one spot and they had kind of rotating polls as well. I think Matt Gow and, and some of the schools. long hours for them. Absolutely. Too. Eight till nine. I mean, you know, we're a shift town, right? Yeah, you got to be able perfect. to adapt to the, to the 12 hour shift worker, right? And, and we sure did. We voted. I voted for the advanced first time. Yeah, oh, right on. Voting, Congratulations. So. Congratulations. You need like a sticker or a pin. I should have. Just like they have at like Disneyland, right? So, yes. How did it feel though, Good. Yeah, it how does it feel? Because nobody knew exactly what was going on in the, in the past. I never there you go. Attention. I guess that's true. And that's what I like to hear. When you actually voting is good, but you actually knew the issues at hand, yeah. and I think that is so key to when someone places their votes compared to someone's like, oh, this person has a like nookshook on their sign. Yeah. Oh, check, right? Don't get me wrong, Phil. That was a great sign, but yeah. it's a uh, you know what I mean. Get to know the issues. Know what's at stake. Know what who's responsible for what. Sometimes the province is responsible for stuff. Cities sometimes responsible for other things that people might not be aware of so the, inf- the internet's a wonderful place you can get lots of information there so very true so was there um in your mind the one hot topic throughout this whole election i mean there's many but is there one that sticks out to you that you just thought was clearly the forefront of you know what is happening i think it's neck and neck with uh, with the downtown arena as well as the aging in place okay. uh, which is the, the two that's what i heard the well, most not of. roads not the congestion of the roads or anything that you don't you don't i think oh i was gonna say it, the roads is one thing yes. uh, but every, the, our problem right now is the highway and i think people understand that that's uh, alberta transportation they even uh, amount of tweets they get from uh, people from YMM is probably outrageous yeah. every day, right? So, it's just um, like when people want, they're, my internet's down. We're like, uh, <laughs> I'll try, I'll see what I can do. Shaw Tech, they heard me lots of times, but yeah, you guys must get it tons, right? Yeah. Um, so I think people understand that about the roads, uh, but definitely the downtown arena and the aging in place, I think, was the two forefront. Um, I was out there trying to pass a message to aging in place. A lot of it falls under uh, the province. Even the Willow Square stuff right now is sitting with the federal government, which is interesting. Maybe a lot of people didn't understand that, so a lot of people were kind of throwing some some fingers at what I thought was inappropriate places. But again, my opinion, um, which is why I'm on your show. Thank there you. There you go. You <laughs> know what? It's all about <laughs> But definitely the downtown arena is, and the, the downtown redevelopment as a whole, I think, is a forefront for uh, the issues at hand. And that's definitely going to play a major factor in the next four years. I think uh, the uh, mayor and council is going to be dealing with uh, a lot of that and a lot of the concerned residents as well. So, so how long does it even take to build a fuller? and then try to get everything built around it. That's like a 10-year project. You know, some of these people might not even be well, in when, you know, well, the yeah, Oh, that's the thing. They might not, that's right. They might not be in, but I think they're going to set the framework, which is just as important right yes. now. Oh, even our, even our, our past council yeah. has set the framework with the, uh, the municipal development plan, and it's it's... It's all there. Some of this stuff happens way before anyone even realizes it, uh, which could come down to the whole consultation issue as well. So, um, but yeah, I keep hearing the, the what is it? The Toronto plan. They're in year twenty-five of the ten-year Toronto plan. So like it's it's going to happen, right? It's we're a, a growing city, <laughs> and we need good, to plan. Yeah. They're making it happen. You know, twenty-five years later, it's coming together. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, in, in twenty-five years from now, uh, people are going to be talking about oh, this night goodness, and what this yeah. council is going to be able to do for the next four years for what Buffalo, because there's lots to be had. And, and one of the grown, fastest growing cities in the it's country. It's so exciting so. to watch. You know, I've only been here a year, and it's like the stuff that's happening already is just mind-boggling to me anyways. And yeah, you get a good perspective of yeah. it, I guess. Hey, what had happened you literally in one year. One, you well, you've seen it all happen. Yeah. You know, you've seen, and probably Sometimes you see nothing happen and get just as upset. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I think we should take a break. We'll show you the polls and uh, see where they're sitting right now. Let's see some numbers. Yep.
So we are back with Decision 2013, and more results are piling in as we speak. We're still waiting on the full polls. 24 of 33 polls have been uh, accumulated so far. So we can still see some change. We, we, can, still see... we can still see some change coming in. There's still nine more polls to be accounted for. Melissa Blake starting to run away with it a little more. That that uh, position for mayor is pretty much all but sealed up, it looks like. Yeah, that was, uh, well, for the longest time, Melissa Blake seemed like she was the only one running up until the very deadline there when uh, Gene and Jim decided to throw their name on the hat. And Again, I know I said it before, but I'll say it again. Uh, kudos to both of them for uh, uh, they got the signs out there. They took the they took the role seriously, uh, and some people you just see their name get thrown on there, and they, you don't ever hear from them again. So you're exactly right, and they have issues themselves, just like everyone else does. Um, they want to see a certain direction for Wood Buffalo, and, yeah. and that's why they chose to run. And, Absolutely, and power to them. Absolutely, um, for doing that. Um, unfortunately, um, it looks like the voters are sticking with the same mayoral candidate. But one thing you do have to realize um, as a voter is the mayor only counts as one vote. That's true. So uh, That's very true. It, it all comes down to the entire council as a whole. Yeah. Um, but the mayor, yes, she'll... Yes, it looks like Melissa Blake will be the leader again, and she'll lead the direction of Wood Buffalo. But again, it is only that's very true, and that's one thing too. Like you go down to the social media and what people were talking about the whole election, and a lot of blaming and finger pointing gets thrown one direction. City council, city council. It's it's made up of a group of people. Yes, uh, everyone needs to have their opinions and what they need to, to do for their own agendas and platforms. But you do got to work together as well in order to get any kind of traction uh, for the region as a whole. You're exactly right. So Blake currently leads with 62% of the vote after 25 of 33 polls. Uh, Gene Ouellette in at 28% and Rogers in at 9%. Is that really a surprise to you that she's, she ran away with this one? Uh, I've been I've been saying it from the get go. Uh, we need a leader for the next four years. We have been going uh, time for change. We have been going through change. This this town's been begging for change uh, for the last couple of uh, elections before Melissa Blake uh, became mayor. We've needed this. We need to keep going with it. We need to be able to start structuring ourselves like a city of a hundred thousand people plus, and not just a small town of, of uh, a couple thousand. We got to start acting like a city. Right now, mayor an important. Vote. We're just looking at the Ward 1 candidates again. Boutlier, Germain, and Mar out in front. McGrath, uh, just... Sh- Alt in there. And well. Alt is uh, just behind. So there's and your Tyron, top five. Tyron was the first out of the gate, I believe it was back in May, uh, when he made his, uh, his intentions known. I know he was involved with the by-election, and I think he only lost by a small margin, uh, along with Matt Ewens. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's good to see Tyron's... Uh, I know he, it's good to see his name up there. He was back out of the... He's been going for a while. He's been, he's been getting himself out there, getting himself known. Yeah, and just looking at uh, Ward 4, it looks like Jane Stroud is uh, taking 51% of the vote there, and uh, she's most famous for um, the Northside Recreation Facility and uh, Sheldon Germain. Uh, yes. A little bit of a tiff. Her and so that, that could be interesting if they're both back on council. We could have a little bit of drama. Well, no, and, and <laughs> drama's it, good, it, drama's, drama's good. good. It, it, you want people to keep each other honest, and, you, and you, you want people to bring stuff to the forefront that needs to be brought to the forefront, right? And I know we were talking about issues before and the, the Northside Rec Center is definitely uh, an issue that uh, is, I think, has yet to have, uh, play its part in, in this community because it's just getting started now. We just uh, were able to see the plans online and uh, and have our, our community engagement sessions and have our say in them, right? So I know it's going to get brought to council. I think it's in the new year or very yeah. soon anyway, so it, it's going to be interesting. Well, what's your take on it? Are you for it? Are you against it? What's the, you've been here now. What's the common thing you guys hear about what the problem is with Fort McMurray? 
There's nothing, nothing to do. To do. There's exactly. Nothing to do. I, I, I totally agree with that. And, and they want to build a huge rec center that gives you plenty of stuff to do. Right. Right. So right. I think it's it's a no brainer. We if it's available and we got the funds to do it, let's do it. Now, Buzieras and, and Tatum aren't going away here. They're they're right in the thick of things too for that fifth and sixth spot. Um, so this could be interesting for Ward One. These slides fly by. I know. I'm trying I know to get we're, that we're, bottom three we're, we're positions to, left we're on council as best we can. Right? Yeah, we're, we're doing a good job. <laughs> but uh, you just got to be quick and you got to be up to date. No, it's true. Yeah, so I'm gonna go right in the middle of a rant and I'll stop dead and be able to see what we got for numbers here coming in. We still got some more polls. Like I said, this is far from over. Exactly, exactly. Uh, far from over. Um, a majority of them, it looks like, has been sealed. It looks like we have at least three councillors on board already. Two, it looks like the mayor's position is Two incumbents in. yeah. with Jermaine uh, and Mar, and, and then the mayor rates uh, with Miss um, uh, Melissa Blake. Absolutely. And uh, seeing Guy back into the, the political uh, scene for the councils, this is going to be very interesting. Now, now that is very interesting because he's a former MLA, mm-hmm. former mayor. Absolutely. First mayor of Wood Buffalo. First mayor of Wood Buffalo. Yeah. And now he's back in at city council. Mm-hmm. Should he have chosen to run for mayor and not city council? Like I said before, he, he was a surprise. I know he was a surprise for me seeing his name uh, and hearing his name coming in and then seeing it uh, for the council position and not the mayor race. Uh, everyone kind of had their predictions, right? But uh, it's interesting. It's, it's going to it's, it's, see him back on the yeah. scene after what uh, what happened within the last couple of years. It's, it's going to make things uh, very yeah. uh, One thing it is, with the logjam we've seen in Ward 1, uh, that means people are looking for change. They are looking for change, and, th- and that's one thing that the incumbents didn't really have it easy coming in as is, is no. we continue to look at these elections. And, and Tupper and Thomas are still kind of in there, but it, but it looks like they're, they're going to slow down a little bit. And Russell's years look like he just jumped a bit. Did he, uh, okay. Russell uh, Thomas squeaked in uh, during the last election, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see where he, he lies on this one. And uh, it, it, it's not going to all change until yeah. that last poll closes, right? So Okay, well, we have 15 minutes left. We're going to bring up the the board for the elections on our screen right now, and as we go to break, we'll leave that going, um, but we have 15 minutes left to go on our live show um, as the votes continue to come in. Again, these are unofficial results. We just want to make that clear, and, and we'll update you on Ward 2 and 3 and 4 as well. So we'll go to break right now, and coming back will be Jordan Hurtner right here for Decision 2013. Ron. Alrighty. And we're back. So, did you guys touch on... No, uh, well, what did you want us to touch on? Because uh, we just got some news, actually, when we were in... Uh, breaking news. Break, breaking news uh, yes. for Ward 1. Yes. Um, one of our good friends, actually, John Tupper, he's conceded from the race. Um, I know he put in a lot of effort, but he knows oh. he knows that, unfortunately, he just doesn't have enough to get to, to the top six. So he's actually conceded um, to the rest of the great candidates that are running for the uh, Ward 1 region of Wood Buffalo. He ran a good campaign. He got his name out there. I know he did one of the, I think he did the only town hall, phone town hall, which is always a good discussion for everyone, too. So. And you know what? He did get quite a few votes if we look up at the board. So, I mean. Way more than good, I would have had, I'm sure. So, yeah, you, you know what? And if You'll it was never me, know until you don't run, right? If it was me, I'm one of those people that just like to compete to the bitter end, regardless <laughs> yeah, of how exactly. far behind I am. I will drag this out. But, uh, so, so good on him and showing that good sportsmanship Absolutely. And, and everything like that because we know how much hard work that everyone put into this uh, election. Absolutely. How do you guys think the campaigns went? Was it a pretty clean campaign? This was it. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> it was it was clean for the councillors. I want to say 
but obviously there was a little bit of drama the mirror with the mirror race between Jim Rogers and it was, Jim Lett, I'd, and, and I'd say Lisa more Blake. with the mayoral candidates yeah that's where that's where you know there, there was some different campaigns that went out there against each each individual not just one um, and it created a little bit of drama um, some people were comparing it to the Toronto mayor elections with uh, Mayor Ford <laughs> personally I didn't think it went that far no I think that was a lot more calmer than what Toronto has seen but uh, it's a uh, it comes with the territory, you're though, right? You're going to get you know, scrutinized for everything. Exactly. Movie. And, and the biggest thing is yeah. you run for office, you have to understand that you are now in the public eye and everything that you do, every little thing that you do is going to be scrutinized. Absolutely. And, and that's one thing that you do have to take into consideration. And, you know, you're both vying for one spot, so you both really want it. And if you're going to put that time and that effort in, it is going to, you know, get maybe a little sticky from time to time. So, you know, I understand it, but uh, there has been a little bit of drama in there. But, I mean, yeah. that's to be expected, I think, personally. Okay, so we got Boudelier, we got Jermaine, Keith McGrath is up there. Boudelier is doing really well. Tyron, Tyron, Tyron is also Keith McGrath. Colleen Tatum is not going away. She's uh, hanging around. It's going to be down, here. It's going to be down to the wire here, yeah. Uh, for the final fifth, sixth, and unfortunately for the seventh, uh, but it looks like those three positions right there are going to be tight going into the final polls. And, and we're still waiting. Uh, we've only been confirmed with 25 of 33. So hopefully within the next five minutes or so, the rest of the polls will come in. Absolutely. So just to throw out there, uh, Dustin Longpre just threw out there. He said, a great run. Thanks for putting your name forward and hope this isn't the last that we see of John Tepper. So you know what? He does have lots of supporters out there and it's great to see that people are tweeting for Oh yeah, John's been in the community many years. And oh, he, he's he, everywhere He's going to be in the community for many years to come yeah. as well. Yeah. So. And, and you can hashtag at YMMVotes2013 or hashtag YMMVotes13. And, yes. And uh, there's live updates coming through the RMWB there. Uh, we're being a little interactive with it. I mean, we're going through it, seeing people's opinions and different things like that. And it's, and it's neat to see different people's opinions yeah. like right away. Uh, this is, uh, I know I was involved with Twitter and, and social media during the last election, but I've seen, uh, from what I remember and recall, this is a lot more it's interactive this year. And it's good to see people getting out and getting involved. And like I said, getting educated on what's been been going on. Hopefully, I mean, people Twitter don't just... was this big though then as well. You know, four years ago. That's true. It not really now. Twitter has blown up. It, it is you know just the biggest thing. So it makes a lot more sense. I think that a lot of people are getting out there. And just like Tyler Spitzer said, he's never refreshed his Twitter feed so often. <laughs> and I I'm in the same boat as him. So that's fun. See, I feel bad for all our people with uh, Telus, unfortunately, because they are unfortunate and can't see this live feed that we have going here at Shaw TV. It's pretty exciting though. This is my first time going live. I just want to say hi, mom. No, I'm here, but it's exciting because this is my first time going live, and I love it. I'm feeling it. You know, it's so exciting, especially for something like this. Absolutely, it's, like I said, it's, a, it's an exciting night. This is a lot of people's hard work is going to come down to this last. What is it? Ten minutes now, and it's going to these last ten minutes just very well might shape the, the future. So, do you ever see yourself, you know, getting in there and maybe running for council one day? We talked about past and history and I'm sure if I decided to run for council or mayor all I gotta do is dig up my Twitter feed and I'll be shot so it's uh, <laughs> I have more fun uh, I have more fun and interest I think of of, of just you want to be a participant, right? You, to, there, you, you never know, right? You <laughs> never know. I'll know to hear on the live show <laughs> in the next four years. You want to be a participant. You want to show like, your, what you're passionate about and have someone represent you. You don't necessarily want to be that representation, right? Well, it's... it's uh, I, 
final attempt to go into politics, it's to go to make a difference for the community or to try to, to shape the community the way that I think more people would like it. I what I, that's the reason. Exactly. I would I go to try to shape a political career? Absolutely not. So, hey, if anyone wants to see me run in the next election, just hashtag Totsky yes <laughs> or Totsky no. It's going to blow up. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Actually, we got to refresh. There's already 13 tweet now. Imagine. No, there's not. But, so that'd be awesome. <laughs> All right. So, so it looks like Melissa's going to take this one. So this is oh, going to yeah. be her fourth term, I believe. This will be yes. her fourth yes. term. Yeah, it's going to be fourth term as mayor. And Les was, you know, he he did do pretty good. It was looking like though, he, around twenty five hundred votes. It was, it was yeah, looking like yeah. that. So it's, it's you know, I'm just looking down the list here, and it looks like uh, Bussieres, Tatum. And Alt have the uh, final three spots for Ward 1. That's what we just monitor. on the outside looking in. But again, we don't have all the polls um, right up to date. We're still missing about eight polls. Usually for that sixth spot, it's, uh, like I said, Russell just squeaked in there. Once again, in the last election, so too. Up yeah. until tomorrow, I yes. believe. So, so. so looking who's, who's not coming in this year uh, as an incumbent, it looks like Russell Thomas might be bowing out. It looks like Christine Burton may be bowing out. Yes. And, and she was course. in the by-election, too, so yeah. she didn't have too much time to actually get uh, to get really neck deep into into the whole council scene, right? So And and then you have uh, Mr. Kirshner, um, who, unfortunately, yeah. who unfortunately fell ill, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah right one now. of those uh, uh, ones that unfortunately had to yeah, go down south for, for medical reasons. Yeah. So, yeah. He actually just, when we were at uh, the State of the Island, he just won an award there. Um, he yeah, unfortunately couldn't make it. Um, his daughters accepted it on his behalf, and that was really nice, so good for him. Well, the Kirshner family's been a stable for oh, yeah. Fort McMurray for Enwood Buffalo for many years, right? Exactly. So. Yeah, so it'll be nice to see. So we're going to go to a quick break. We're going to bring up the results so everyone can see all the results happening um, as we see them. So we'll bring that, that up under the screen, and we'll wrap things up here in the next five minutes as uh, we're live here for Decision 2013 on Shot TV. All right. That was uh, myself, Doug, Craig, and uh, Jordan uh, doing the Shaw TV live broadcast last night from a, from the council chambers doing for the commentary for the election results as they were coming in. Really fun to do. Had a blast. Uh, love the comments on Twitter afterwards, especially Matt Landry when he said that, uh, that's the longest uh, Totsky ever went without saying fuck. Uh, very true. <laughs> very true. Really had to try to rein myself in there. But it was fun. Uh, as you guys, uh, as people should know, I'm very passionate about the community and uh, I like to get involved in this kind of stuff. So, Everyone, everyone was saying, uh, "Oh, are you going to run for council? Are you going to run for mayor?" And, uh, as you heard on the broadcast, I said, "If you think I should get involved in politics, just hashtag Totsky yes, uh, or if you don't, just hashtag Totsky no, and we'll see if I have, even have a chance in hell of <laughs> winning an election." Uh, I'll steal a move from Kevin Smith's Walrus there, and we'll see. We'll let Twitter decide my fate. But on top of that. Uh, it was a very interesting night. Uh, Melissa Blake got in uh, as mayor uh, with over, I think she was 60% of the vote, Jean Lett with 30%. Uh, and we have a total sausage fest on council, which is rather interesting because a few people brought that up this morning. Uh, they were like, we have no women on council. Um, which is, well, hey, that's the way the votes went. Colleen Tatum and Keith McGrath were neck and neck for that final sixth position, final seat, and I think uh, Keith McGrath won by like literally less than 100 votes, which should go to sh- should show you just how important voting is, because uh, a lot of people just simply don't think it matters, and oh, it definitely does. So Melissa Blake returns as mayor for an unprecedented fourth term, 
You're going to hear some comments by uh, her campaign manager, Kyle, uh, just a, little, in a few minutes here. Uh, so to round out Ward 1 Council, we got Guy Boudelier, which is back. You heard my thoughts on him. Uh, he really, really stole the show with uh, leading the votes on the on the, the council there. Uh, with Sheldon Germain, Phil Marr, Lance Busseries, hopefully I'm saying the name right, probably not. Uh, he's a new face on council, realtor in town. Hopefully we'll hear more about him and, and I'll get him on the show to talk about some more. Tyron Alts. Keith McGrath round out the six for Ward One. Absolutely, uh, uh, definitely a change of the guard, and uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see them. Ward Two, we got John Chatty and Julia Cardinal uh, for Ward Two. Uh, Ward Three, Alan Vinny returns, and Ward Four, Jane Stroud returns as well. So, so just going through the feeds today, uh, it looks like we were actually up by number of people that voted since the 2010 election. I believe we were in like the 1,100, just shy of 12,000, sorry, not 1,100, just shy of 12,000 uh, number of people that voted. But there's more people eligible to vote. So actually our percentage-wise is down. Only 20% of the eligible population voted in this election uh, compared to 2010 when 21% of the eligible population um, uh, we say it on the podcast, say it in social media, we see it everywhere we can. Can't stress enough, people to get out and vote. Uh, apathy reigns supreme for some reason, and people sometimes just don't care. But in reality, in reality, uh, they say they don't care, and then a couple of years down the road, they start screaming when an arena gets put downtown, and they all of a sudden say they know nothing about it. So hopefully that just goes to show you. It doesn't hurt to be involved in local politics, especially local. Like I can sort of see provincial and federal. Like I, I'm into it just because I enjoy that stuff. But like local stuff is the stuff that's happening in your hometown. It's stuff that affects you. It's stuff that you're going to see. It's stuff that you're going to be experiencing. I don't know. Apathy. Just I just never understood it. Um, so first, let's get into some comments. I know first up we have Sean Chalk. Uh, I haven't actually personally met him, as you'll hear. Hopefully uh, I get a chance to have a beer with him, get him on the podcast, because uh, I know he's uh, was, or still is, I can't remember, uh, had the largest collection of Wayne Gretzky memorabilia in the world, and he's right here from Fort Mac. So um, it'd be really cool to, to chat with him about that. Hopefully we can get him on the show sooner or later. But uh, I chatted with him on the phone uh, to hear some thoughts on the election, so let's hear it. Hello. Hey, Sean, it's Todd. How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? Not too bad, man. I got you recording here, so um, just yeah, wanted to see if you wanted to share some thoughts on tonight's election. Well, um, I'm not really surprised. I mean, I mean, it's easy to say after the race, but I actually predicted six six people out of Ward One, and the six I predicted actually won. Oh, right <laughs> that on. Nec- that doesn't necessarily mean it's six I voted for, but it's it's who I predicted would win. Nah. Uh, so you know, there's there's some surprises there for sure. Um, I knew Guy would get in. I didn't think he would finish that strong. Very happy for him. I, I mean, that's remarkable. It speaks volumes of his history here. Yeah, it does. The um, that's one thing too. As soon as I heard uh, Guy's name get bounced around, I thought for sure he was going to uh, jump in on the mayor race. But then I seen he was going for council, and it's just it's a name synonymous with what Buffalo, right? So I think people. Even like soon as they just go to the polling station, they'll see Guy Boulier. It's one of those names that's like, oh, well, I know him from, from years, right? Exactly. And, you know, the, the one good thing about Guy, when you look at, you know, the, the history he has and all the good he's had and, and the career path that he took, there's no man better connected or no who, who knows more buttons to push than him. 
So, you know, he can't do us any harm. He's, he's going to do a lot of good, I think, this time around, more than ever before. Yeah, especially with, the like, being a former mayor, it's definitely going to be interesting to uh, see how he interacts with uh, with Melissa Blake and uh, everyone else. Uh, we got Sheldon Germain, Phil Marr. Uh, those ones have been staples in the community for years. Your thoughts on Lance? Uh, I didn't even uh, really uh, predict him to be involved with the uh, – not involved, but to be elected. And he was up there pretty good in number of votes. He was. I think he was third or fourth. And, and I mean, I'm definitely a fan favorite of Lance's. I've known him for 33 years. Oh, right His on. sign is on my lawn. Um, and I've sat on boards with him before. So the one, the one thing with Lance is his heart is in the right place. Excellent. I mean, he, he and his family, you know, they're, they're rooted here. And he wanted in because he wasn't quite happy with a lot of the things like transparency. Yeah. And he truly wanted to get in there and dig and, uh, you know, get maybe a little bit more information uncovered and to the citizens, you know, cause in, you know, in, in a lot of cases, it, it would seem that citizens don't feel we're getting enough information. So, you know, that that's his big thing, and I think he'll do well as well. I'm very happy for Lance. No, excellent. It's just one of the candidates that I never got to know, and uh, that's good to hear uh, some excellent stuff for him. Uh, Tyron Alt is in, Keith McGrath. Uh, how about thoughts on them? Uh, Tyron Alt, I don't know personally. Uh, just been following him closely during this campaign, and I think for a newbie, he ran an amazing campaign. Um, he was the face of social media. He was, you know, he had great signage. He did some wonderful appearances and door knocking. And I just really liked him from the beginning. Um, predicted him as, with a strong finish, and, and he did. He finished extremely well. So I'm not surprised by him at all. Um, Keith McGrath, I tweeted a few minutes ago that, I'm really happy for all the candidates tonight and all the winners, but for some reason I'm happiest for Keith. <laughs> because that guy, I think this is his fourth time at bat. Um, he's just an absolute ambassador. He, he loves being involved. He wants to make a difference. He's been so close so many times, and I was so happy to see him get in tonight. I, I can't imagine... Uh, the dance he's doing in his, in his quarters <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah you're right. He has happy. been giving her. Sorry? No, I said you're right. Yeah, His name has been on yeah. the ballot so many times. And uh, it, yeah. it was him and Tatum touch and go there for a while, but uh, he does got his seat in there. Yeah, very close. It was uh, it was tight. I mean, Colleen was great. Too. She, she was, she's wonderful. Great person. But like I said, I mean, there can only be six, right? Well, that's exactly uh, it, and and especially with Colleen only coming in there at the by-election, like, uh, only getting a chance to really get to know the the system and and to get to know the the like the people get to know her very little time. You know what I mean? I mean, she still placed well and and quite well, uh, but you know, I think she did a good job, and I think she was well liked, and and she was very interested, and and her big thing is you know creating the future for our children, and uh, you know, it's a great platform. You know, but like I said, at the end of the day, there can only be six. So. Absolutely well said, Sean. Any final thoughts, buddy? Um, I'm pleased. I think it's going to be interesting. I think uh, the turnout and the results are a reflection of what you know what the people were concerned about, and I think it's uh, I think it's going to be really uh, really good moving forward. I think there'll be some good change. Perfect. Right on, Sean. Thanks a lot, buddy. Haven't had the chance to meet you and maybe share a beer. Hopefully, we can do that soon. Get you on the podcast. 
Let's do it, buddy. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, so up next, we got Kyle, and I know I'm going to say his name wrong. I'm going to apologize. Harrietha? I hope. <laughs> up next, we got Kyle. He was uh, uh, deeply involved with the Melissa Blake campaign for mayor, uh, and he called in with some of his thoughts as he was at the celebratory party uh, at Prime last night with the Melissa Blake campaign. So let's hear some thoughts from Kyle on the election. All right, you are live on the air. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the uh, First off, Kyle, congratulations. Uh, I know you were deeply involved with the Melissa Blake's campaign. How are you feeling right now? Pretty good, pretty good. You know, uh, about uh, six months before the election camp, probably back in April, Melissa's like, hey, do you want to manage my election campaign? Because I'd worked on Don and Mike's campaign and then had a bunch of uh, federal liberal campaigns. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. It's your volunteer time. You don't get paid. You don't get any considerations. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> and uh, off I went, booked all the advertising, got the brochures prepared. And the hardest part, of course, uh, well, the most fun part is actually taking a post pounder and smashing a six foot two by two stake into the ground and drilling a sign with a big fat washer to it. <laughs> Oh man, so how's the vibe up there? I know you're at the uh, the celebration party. How's the vibe up there? Are you uh, actually, I called you a little while ago, and just as we're about to talk, uh, Gene Ouellette was pulling up, which was uh, good to see. Uh, I thought after the that first debate where he walked off without shaking anyone's hands was a little bit low class. I'm glad to uh, to see that he showed up there. To be honest, he's given me you know a pretty good excuse that I respect. You know, he said, "Look, man, when I walked off that stage, I didn't even realize what I'd done until." Two days later, and so I'll attribute that to uh, now, now that the campaign's over, um, and now that he's told me, I'll attribute that to uh, lack of experience yeah. in politics, right, yeah. and just not realizing what he had done, but it was literally the equivalent of, you know, skating off the ice after the uh, end of a seven-game series in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, yeah, right? Totally. And just sort of not shaking hands at the end of the series, and he's just not done, right? So I accept his excuse, and uh, on from there, and I'm, you know, I'm impressed that uh, he did the right thing, uh, and uh, came by and congratulated uh, Melissa tonight. I think it's positive for a community when people can... Uh, commiserates uh after uh, a contest where a lot of things get said well no abso- absolutely and, and what's your thoughts like do you think it got would you say it got real down and dirty or was this a relatively mild uh, uh mayoral election or what are your thoughts it depends on what your metrics are i mean when um i was melissa's sign chair um and campaign advisor in 2010 when she and this campaign was organized, like she didn't decide she was running until you know middle of August of that year. Um, she had been two terms as mayor, and she wasn't sure whether she'd carry on. And I met her with two weeks. She decided to stay, and we just had to get everything done really fast. And there was a lot more signs taken down. I think we were up against well, we were up against an opponent who had gotten really high vote counts as a as a councillor, had a well organized campaign. You know, had started, had announced in, in June yeah. of, you know, 2010, and Melissa didn't even decide until August and didn't announce till just after Labor Day. Big, big, uh, and so that, yeah. you know, it was her best result ever. Um, and, uh, yeah, so 
a lot more damage, a lot more organized last time. I thought it got a little bit more vicious this time. Sadly, you know, when people have issues, it's it's appropriate for them to to raise it in a in a respectable manner. But some of the language being thrown around on Facebook and uh, you know, another form like you know, and face to face and that sort of thing was yeah. uh, kind of uh, upsetting. Um, you know, there's no place for that sort of language. Keep it on the ice. Like if you're the type of person that's going to go out and say those sort of things, you're like the uh, asshole who's you know skating around the ice, you know, uh, slashing people in their Achilles tendon. Yeah. Type thing. No, exactly. So it was very unfortunate, but. Anyways, these things happen, and, and you move on, and obviously the voters decided that that was the type of language that they didn't respect, and Melissa, despite the things that were said, stuck to the high road and uh, stuck to the issues uh, that she'd been working on as mayor for the last three terms. No, exactly, and, and with the fourth term uh, uh, set out for her as well, it's going to be... Uh a definite busy one, I can see, and uh, I'm glad that she's going to be at the helm. Uh, so oh, dip- four terms, not just the first four-term consecutive mayor ever. Hey, hey. there you go, the and that's something to be real three-term consecutive mayor ever, because Chuck Knight had a, a break when he ran for the federal liberals in 1979 and 1980, and then he came back as mayor. So she's now probably after this term, she'll be the longest-serving mayor ever in Fort McMurray, and uh, that's uh, pretty good for someone who's in their early 40s <laughs> with a young family. No, that is excellent, buddy. Um, uh, that's it for me, man. Any final thoughts on the election? How you, Any of your thoughts on the council set up What was there? the final turnout? I, I, you know, I got wrapped up in Twitter and chatting on the phone. What was the final turnout for the election? Uh, you're looking at like the final seats or the final numbers? I don't, I don't know. Numbers like what was the turnout? Oh no, I don't got the I don't got the numbers going. I know coming in, I think we were approaching the twelve thousand mark. So well, I mean, I think in twenty ten, which is the nine percent in the by election, that was twenty one percent turnout. That was up three percent from two thousand and seven. Yeah, and if the numbers you're setting are correct, I believe Melissa got about seven thousand some odd votes, and then John Bible got about. 2400 give or take a few hundred yeah um so it sounds like turnout the raw turnout's up by 2000 it's hard to say whether the plurality will be up yeah because mcmurray's grown pretty quickly but yeah. more people voted than last time so that's good uh, no and it's good because i've definitely seen a lot more uh social media activity about it too so you're looking at people getting more involved hopefully they're getting themselves educated i like to see uh where the votes went in regards to the mayor so hopefully the people understood well, hopefully Facebook gets back to dialogue and not like uh, <laughs> the, the comments section of the CBC. <laughs> exactly, buddy. Well, thanks a lot for the comments. Uh, give the mayor my best. Hopefully we can get her on the show soon and uh, yourself Absolutely. as well. Always happy to talk to the podcast. <laughs> what did the podcast pay Todsky to uh, advertise on a shirt in the council chambers tonight? <laughs> yeah, just like you, man. It's a lot of volunteer hours, really. <laughs> oh, volunteer hours. That's wonderful. Well, I have to say... The ad placement was wonderful. I'm an individual who appreciates that. Have a good day, man. Right on. Thanks a lot, Kyle. Great talking to you. Okay, buddy. Have a good one. Bye. All right. And finally, we got YMM Podcast's own Steve Reeve. He was working hard last night, so he couldn't be at dining room tables uh, to discuss the election results because he was uh, rocking his full-time paying job. Uh, why he doesn't work for free for the podcast, I have no idea. But uh, he called in with some thoughts. Let's hear from Stevie. Yeah, sure, man. 
All right, man. Steve Reeve, co-host of the Y-Man podcast. He is doing work for his pain job tonight, so he couldn't be at the <laughs> room tables with me, but he wanted to share some comments. Steve, how do you think the election shaped up, sir? Well, it, I find myself in a funny situation because uh, while I'm here at uh, Mix 103.7, uh, of course, uh, it's a completely um, objective view of uh, the <laughs> proceedings, but now talking to you and, uh, and uh, being on the YMM podcast indie style, uh, then I can uh, give my actual feelings about things. And I got to say, uh, okay, first, uh, let me start with what I'm not too impressed with, and that is uh, not necessarily the names chosen, but just the sheer fact that all of the Ward 1 um, councillors that have been elected in are male. Not that I really have anything against male, but I just it's that 100% thing that's, that's getting yeah. me. I really kind of wish that Colleen Tate had been able to uh, secure her seat. Of course, uh, she lost uh, to a very gracious Keith McGrath, who has said that he has uh, lost in elections a couple times before with less than 100 votes, just like Colleen did to his spot. Uh, but what I will say this, thank God for Mayor Blake coming back for a fourth term. Yeah, we just got off the phone with Kyle. Uh, this, she's going to be the longest-running mayor in our community. This is going to be consecutively, so it's kind of an unprecedented uh, election tonight. It's so funny, too, because I and I tweeted about it, and it's, it's just funny. It's always a surprise, and yet it's never a surprise how... Some of the loudest voices out there, especially the loudest complaining voices, rallying that cry, time for a change, time for change. <laughs> they couldn't figure out how to, uh, you know, get themselves to the ballot, apparently, because, I mean, more than, uh, it looked like maybe exactly half, or if not a few votes, more than half, uh, more than double, rather, the votes for uh, Blake over uh, the challenger roulette. I know, and it's one of, one thing that I said on Shaw, too. It's it's one thing to, to say your rally cry, but it's nothing to get educated and understand what issues belong to where and I'm, I'm, I'm clearly hopefully uh, people realize that tonight by electing uh, Melissa Blake understanding that right yeah I got another tweet from uh, another person on Twitter saying that I must I should be sainted for, for being able to put up with some of the comments that I've seen <laughs> regarding this election and I'll, I won't I won't say that that's the case but I will say that uh, I find it funny a lot of the arguments coming in and again I saw you saying this on Shaw earlier Todd was that Exactly. Uh, so, like you said, council is a real cockfest. Uh, we got uh, Guy Boudelier, Sheldon Germain, Phil Marr, Lance uh, Busseries, which is a new one for me, uh, Tyron Alton, Keith McGrath. Uh, any surprises? Guy Boudelier, I think we all knew he was coming in, right? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, surprised that he ran, but uh, he, as a former mayor and as well an MLA that did go to bat uh, for the seniors of our region, particularly about that uh, that uh, uh, aging in place facility, while uh, MLA, uh, not MLA, rather MP for the region, uh, and uh, I think that really helped him out, although he might not have been around that much recently uh, in as far as uh, public events and things go. I mean, clearly he's still uh, got some legacy here in town. Uh, and as well, I got to say, uh, a few of those names on there, I knew we we're going to get in. I, I figured we we're going to get a Mar. I figured we we're going to get a Jermaine. But I'm really happy to see a friend of mine, former coworker, a one-time uh, co-host of the Spring Fling as well, Byron, <laughs> getting a, a seat. And uh, I, I do believe he's the youngest on on council, and I'm glad he sees some young blood. Yeah, no, exactly. He was like I was saying on shot. He's the first night of the gate. Uh, he was organized. He was prepared. Uh, a dude, dude was all over this uh, campaign from start to finish. 
Uh, it's good to see Tyron there. It's Keith McGrath, like you said, swing, he swung on a miss, uh, very closely a few times. Good to see him, uh, uh sitting on there as well. It was a great election, I, I think. Like, what was your thoughts on the whole campaign in general? If you got some time still. Uh, well, no, I will have to go really quick. So this is my last thought here. Um, all I have to say is that, uh, there was a good fight fought by a great many people. Of course, some, some, uh, I will stay straight up. I had no idea what they were doing. And I'm glad that that seemed to, uh, translate to who got the votes. But I will say that it's been very, uh, exciting. And I'm so glad it's over with. Right on. Thanks, Stevie. We'll see you next week at the dining room tables. All right, cool. See you, Todd. All right, buddy. All right. There you have it, folks. Uh, very interesting night overall. Uh, it's going to be a really interesting next four years. Um, Melissa Blake still running, uh, still running the show as uh, as mayor, but again, only counts as one vote for the entire council. Uh, Guy Boudelier, Sheldon Germain, Phil Marr, Lance Busseries, hopefully his name is right, Tyron Alt, Keith McGrath, that rounds out Ward 1, uh, John Chatty, who I hear, note, uh, has a very interesting past, oops, um, that I wasn't aware of. Apparently he was kicked off council before, and I guess he threatened another councillor. And it's interesting that uh, Ward 2, which I believe is Fort Chip, voted him back in. So uh, let's do some digging on that one and, and see what we got for there. Uh, so John Chatty and Julia Cardinal for Ward 2, Alan Vinny for Ward 3, Jane Strode for Ward 4. Um, it's going to be interesting. Next four years. Uh, definitely, my advice to everyone is to be involved as much as you can. Check out at least the agendas for the city council meetings to see if the topics you're interested in. It happens every second Tuesday night. I go and watch them and and, uh, and get involved and, and just see what's going on. Sometimes they're they're boring as shit, not going to lie to you, but there's times where you get information and you find out what's going on and it, you're literally at the forefront because some people won't react to this information until months or years down the road, so... Get involved. Uh, Twitter, social media is always a fun way of doing it, just as long as you take it all with a grain of salt. Never never take a single Facebook post as uh, a full truth. Um, and always just use the pound YMM hashtag. Uh, but I'm rambling now. Uh, I look forward to our next four years with the council, uh, with the mayor. Uh, everyone has my support. Not everyone I voted for got in, but that, it's all behind us now. Welcome to democracy. Um, I'm going to support them all either way because I would hope... And I think, and I like to believe that all of them have the best interests of our region at heart. And hopefully that really shows. We're going to find out. So, for this episode of the YMM Podcast, on behalf of Tito, Ash, and Steve Reeve, I'm Todsky. We'll see you next set. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. <laughs>